Cocktail. 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 Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts. I'm Shauna. And I'm Matt. Matt. Okay, here's the deal. We're recording. What's the deal? This is the deal. We're recording and we have two amazing guests. We do. Maybe three. No, definitely three. We always seem to. (laughs) I know. No surprises here. Not (laughs) on this show. We never do surprises. It's weird. What do you got? I saw it happen. He did. He noted it. Uh, So, Matt, what's going on with your life in the bar these days? Not much. It's been a pretty busy week, which has been good. So, as of recording, it's been a pretty, pretty fun few days. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, we're we're like... Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, batting batting a thousand here. Yeah. (laughs) It's coming off a long week. So, I'm trying to think if I had anything crazy happen. I feel like I did have something crazy happen at my bar recently. Oh, Okay, I got something to talk about. Talk about it. Okay. This might be a little touchy. So anyone who's listening wants to give me shit, all right, fine. Uh, Okay, so elderly people at the bar. I got one who is tricky because he's having a lot of health issues. And uh, he is very nice, nice guy. You know, he's fairly bar regular. But he is having so many health issues that he's like falling down at the bar and not from drinking from from other affected things from his age and health. We had to like talk to him and be like, dude, we're going to have like a limit to like one beer, but that's it because we're a little concerned about your health. So what's your thinking on this thing? This is one of the first times I've ever had to like think about. I've never had to like actually cut off. Because of because their of health age or, and age, or, yeah, and it's like it's a moral correlated. it's a moral situation for me because at first I was like, "That's it, I'm done." Like I'm concerned about his health. I don't want to serve him. I I would feel bad to serve him, and something happened, and then it's like a liability of the bar and all these different things. But then he came in again, and I just couldn't do it. I was like, yeah, "Okay, it's nice, yeah, it's the like guy I, you want at the bar." Yeah, yeah. And it's like I couldn't be like, "Dude, I'm not going to give you a drink because of this." It's like so I gave him a beer, and but I'm, I'm having like a moral dilemma about the whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, what do you think? So does he straddle to the bar, or is there a place he can go where he won't? Where does he trip? Just in general, or is, can you find a place for him that's convenient, maybe near the door or something, and like so he doesn't have to navigate? Any like kind of crazy obstacles or anything like that, or I don't think that's not really the issue. It's, it's more just yeah. the inebriation combined with the uh, like fact that he's. I don't a little even older. think it's the inebriation. I think it's just that it's to a, like a scary point, mm-hmm. and so everyone's a little scared. Ah, skittish a little bit. Yeah. Like, who should we do it? I don't know. It's. I think he would appreciate the like where you're coming from. I hope so. Um, I haven't had a conversation I, yet. Yeah. I just can't. I'm. I have my. I'm having. A, I'm having a moral dilemma on air right now. <laughs> <laughs> air is. Heavy and I don't know what to with do. Moral dilemma. I think. I think if. I guess if it was me, you know, getting up there and I wanted a beer, I think I would want to be served a beer. So I think I'm gonna serve the beer. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, I would be super down to still go to bars and. Do, but you know, there's like it's like driving. Like there's eventual time you can't and shouldn't. And you know, my grandfather was like that. He's like, I'm all gonna drive. Maybe that I should be go. the rule. Do you still have your license? No, can't drink. That's rough. In Arizona, <laughs> it lasts for like 84 years before you have to renew it. It's like ridiculous over there. Hey, I'm I'm not saying this is gonna be an easy conversation here. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm just throwing ideas out here. That could work, I guess. Sorry, can't drink. Well, that's like a general thing. So I mean, like if you don't have your ID, you can't get in. That's true. I don't uh, know. Damn it. Another moral <laughs> dilemma. <laughs> moral dilemma. Yeah, because uh, technically, if you look 30, then you should be allowed in the bar. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, oh, well, well, it's a slope that's pretty slippery there. That is a slippery slope because yeah. some people look 30. I had a guy in high school that looked 30 when he was a, a sophomore in high school. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's weird. I'm tackling some hard questions I in this episode. I was not prepared for this, I, honestly. No, I can tell. <laughs> if anyone can see Matt, he's like sweating. Yeah, I'm like, I'm come like, on, Matt, I need, you, I need help. Yeah, I need help in these things. Okay, well, I'm going to solve it myself. I'm going to say... Like I said before, if if I wanted a drink when I was old as dirt and like stroked out and fu- <laughs> fucked up and if I could walk myself to the bar, then I would I would want to be served a beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Minimum. Right. Yeah. I'd be down for that. All right. Just, deal. Yeah. Deal. <laughs> yeah. deal? All right. We're shaking we're, on it. Yeah. Because the, the, we're going to be bartending in our 80s. <laughs> you never know, dude. You never know. This is a fucking deep, dark black hole that we're right. in. Right. They'll have like uh, seated segues that we can zoom around on. Oh, ooh. dude. Bartending in the future. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Can't wait. <laughs> wow. So what else I can't wait for is to introduce our guest today. Because that was a really weird storytelling situation we just did. Yeah. Because I want to get off of that topic. But. Today, we have some really cool guests. It's a duo. We got a duo. We do. There are two. We duo. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I'm telling you, I'm on fire right now. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Men are speaking. Uh, okay, so I'm going to just go right into introductions because there's two. We got Ben Molina. Hello, happy to be here. There he is. There he is. And we also have Blake Landis. Hello, everybody. It's so nice to hear your voices. Thank you. It's nice to hear yours. Okay, so we have two amazing guests from two amazing uh, projects that are happening right now. One is a bar. The bar is called Cinco in the neighborhood of Los Angeles called... Westchester. Boom. And they also have an amazing tequila called Angelisco Tequila. This is like... I don't know. You guys have a lot of energy. Maybe, probably more than I do. I don't know if that's possible. But to do all of this and take all these projects on, I'm pretty impressed, man. Mans. <laughs> you know, I don't really sleep well, so I need something to do through the night. Keep me busy. Well, that makes sense because bar is a good way to do that. But then you have all the stuff going on with the tequila during the day, too. So you're like 24-7 here. It's a bit of a juggling act, you know. I've got a 16-month-old kid as well. Little boy. Throwing it all in the mix, you know, see what happens. That is crazy. So I want to like kind of dig deep into both of these projects and subjects that we're going to be talking about. First off, let's talk about this tequila because this is what we're drinking right now. And you guys have been like gracious enough to bring your brand and your product to Talk Tales, the podcast to let us sip on it and talk about it. And we really appreciate that. And so thank you so much for bringing that and being here to talk to us. Let's talk about Angelisco. I want to know what that bear is. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. if anyone who's wondering, there's a we have two bottles in front of us. Let's see. What is it? A Reposado? Yep. And one is a Blanco. Black for the Reposado. Uh, well, yeah. What was the story kind of behind the bear? I know we touched on that before. Well, so one of our partners, Will, he's an artist and he was the one tasked with coming up with the label and Uh, For him, everything has to have a purpose and a meaning. And there was a lot of different iterations of what it was and it just wasn't right. Um, But he was kind of hitting a bit of um, creative block and he likes to go to thrift shops when he's hitting those blocks. And he went in and he pulled a sketchbook off of a bookshelf and it was a Da Vinci sketchbook. And he opened it up and it was a sketch of a bear. And being Will, he just took a photo of the bear and then he hand drew this pattern in here. The thought was just trying to come up with something that represents 
this union of two families of like our California family that we call our Cinco family, um, which we can get into later, what that's made up of. And then the Aceves family down in Jalisco and bears roam all over North America. And then the pattern that he drew is found in all indigenous artwork mm-hmm. all across the Northern America and really anywhere in the world. It's just a simple linear pattern where they connect it. And it's found in tapestries, mm-hmm. painting on walls. Yeah, I like, I like the tapestry. Angelisco is a unique brand to Los Angeles, right? Yeah, so there's half of us here in LA and the other half's in the highlands of Jalisco. I feel like we might have to get in the Cinco to kind of dig into how the tequila was brought about, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's the origin story, kind of. So before we get in the Cinco and really dive into Angelisco, I do want to talk about what we're sipping because... We are sipping on some really amazing things. For sure. And let's get none other than... Our mixtress in the house. Guess who's back? Just back again? Boom. Boom. Our, Our mixtress. Boom. Is here. She always knows just what to make. She'll pour, she'll stir, she'll even shake. What she serves is what you'll drink. And when she's done, you just can't think. Because she you're drunk. drunk. Boom. Hi, what's up? How you doing? Oh, you know, just another day in paradise. Yeah, right? it is. This cocktail is paradise. Ooh, well, man. <laughs> oh. Do say, do tell. It's delicious. Um, So, yeah, thank you guys for bringing over some of your delicious tequila. It is a known fact that I fucking love anything agave. Distillate, like uh, tequila and mezcal. It's like my wheelhouse. And I definitely enjoyed playing around with this one. I was just uh, home recently and we make pumpkin empanadas this time of year um which is like the seasons and where i'm from it actually gets cold so it's actually cold in fall weather um so we you make uh pumpkin empanadas a pumpkin filling it's kind of like think of pumpkin pie now think the mexican version of it it has you cook pumpkin and just pink sugar with some cinnamon some cloves and you cook the pumpkin in that uh, we were making some of that back at home so i figured dude i can just puree this and make it into some sort of syrup um so i incorporated that with some lemon juice some mole bitters uh, a little bit of nutmeg and tequila and it's a i think what i think is very festive and a good representation of what like holidays in mexico are reminiscent to me of home um and that's what you guys are drinking and thank you so much for bringing this tequila we really appreciate it it's it's delicious it's great yeah goes really well with the drink for sure cheers thank you damn adele you Doing are it killing again. it man but uh, yeah, I noticed on the back of the, the bottles, is that the origin story? Is that... Um, so should we just go back in time? Yeah. And, and start? All right. Shall we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> back in time. To a simpler time. To a simpler back time. time. <laughs> How many years did we just travel back? Oh, my God. <laughs> what year is it? What year yeah. is President. it? What year? 2004. <laughs> When Hernan first came oh back, two thousand, so going two, way back. That's yeah. Right. Oh yeah, we're going back in time. Two thousand three, two thousand four. Our th- partner Hernan Fernando was in a hidden compartment in the trunk of an SUV crossing the border um, with a coyote. He's basically spooning somebody he had just met hours before, and hiding and nervous as all hell, and couldn't understand English. And so he, he could tell by the tone of their voices that they were really scared. He said the girls that were driving them across were looked like college girls. 
And then he came in and basically he crossed uh, the border to provide for his family when they fell on hard times in Oaxaca. Grew up in a small farming town um, called Najapa de Madero um, in Oaxaca. No running water, no electricity in their first place. And he actually managed to get himself to, um, to college in Mexico City. But then the family fell on hard times. He dropped everything and sold everything he owned, quit his job, dropped out of school and fast forward to that compartment in the car, got across and he started working two jobs seven days a week and was sending all his money home to put food on the table and to provide for his younger brothers and sisters and his mom. And I met him three years into that process. I got a job off Craigslist for a new bar in Santa Monica. I was sick of driving from Santa Monica to Hollywood to work in traffic every day. So where were you at in Hollywood? I was at Cafe La Boheme. Ooh, exotic. Yeah. Still there? Yeah, it is. Oh, I actually just drove by it the other day. Dang yeah. it. It's been around uh, for a minute, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I could go on and on about that. <laughs> yeah, we all can about oh, yeah. where we work, right? Um, <laughs> or have worked. So yeah, I, uh, first day of, of work, I was like, hey man, I'm going to teach you English. You're going to teach me Spanish. And, you know, like, let's go. We're working six days together. Like, you know, this is it. And he had this little old Franklin translator. This is before smartphones. And my first question was, you know, why are you here in the States? And he tells me that story. And I basically just immediately fell in love with the kid. You know, he's so positive, so upbeat. He's given up everything. You think about what we were doing when we were in college or that age and the, just the freedom and the carelessness. And he's literally supporting his entire family and not complaining about a thing mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, and he was just such thing. an inspiration to me and such an eye-opening uh, experience. And I just realized that this was an opportunity for me to be a part of something bigger than myself and real. And so I decided not to apply for grad school. And I said, how do you say we're going to own a bar together one day? I I should have brought my journal because we would print out credit card receipt paper and do one sentence at a time to teach each other stuff. And I found that one a few years later and I taped it into my journal. So I still have it. It says, one day, you know, not far. And um, yeah, so a couple months into working there together, um, one of our regulars brought Ben, who was bartending um, around the corner into our bar and was like, hey, you guys, he was... He was kind of like it's this typical Hollywood, like, I mean, no, I love the guy. I love the guy. He was spectacular. He was, he was, I, I want to hear the impression. I want to hear that impression. I had, I had moved out from Las Vegas with my best friend from high school on a whim. We didn't know what we were doing. We had a third guy who was like, I'm moving to Los Angeles. Come with us. We moved with him. Figured I would get a job at a bar because I thought I'd be able to meet people, cash every night. First job at my at a bar in my life. I'm working. It's in downtown Santa Monica. So, you know, you got a lot of yeah, LA, West Side of <laughs> types, Hollywood types, yeah. whatever. Um, so a guy that would come in there every night and, you know, he was a bit of a tool. Um, I thought he was nice enough, but so finally he's after, you know, we've gotten to know each other over a couple of weeks. He's like, oh, have you been to Chloe yet? And I said, I don't even know what Chloe is. He's like, it's a bar around the corner. I said, no. Why? He's like, oh, you. what you do is if you work in a bar is you go to the other bars in the neighborhood and you make friends with the bartenders and then you guys give each other drinks. <laughs> so I said, okay, that, that sounds good off. to me. Sure. That's true. Yeah. So he walks me over around, right around the corner. We walk into Blake's bar. It's, you know, it's packed. It's five deep at the bar. He squeezes in, you know. No, oblivious. No, no self-awareness. Yeah, he squeezes like, right in. Like, you know, calming people like yeah, I've been here. before. Exactly. <laughs> Screaming my name. He's <laughs> Blake reluctantly comes over because I didn't oh. know at the time, but he knew the guy, too. 
Blake comes over and we have this like handshake over the bar. And I'm in my in my I'll never forget in my mind. I was like, I will never see this guy again in my life. (laughs) We shook. We did our handshake over the bar. And that was that. I can see the face that guy. Whenever somebody yells at you and it's like, you know, it's a regular or something. You just have this look of like. (sighs) Exactly. Here we go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. I want to know. What your thought, your what your mind was thinking at that moment? Do you remember that moment? I do absolutely. Um, I remember that he. It was so packed. It was it was literally five deep, and he got like pushed all the way in, and then there was uh, a couple having a date, and he, we had to shake hands over their food oh, and the drinks, me nuts. like so that we were kind of like barely holding like the tips like of princess, her hands. We were like princess touch. Nice to meet you, my lady. And um, I remember just thinking in my head like this fucking not this guy, but the guy who was introducing us. Like of course, you know, but I. I kind of loved him and hated him at the same time. I didn't hate him. It's just, you know, he's one of those it's guys. It's endearing in a way. Yeah, exactly. He was that guy. And I was like, of course. And um, I it was just so busy. I just went right back to the night. Um, Did you guys think at that time, at that moment of the fingertip handshake, that there was something that was different about that meeting? You know, you <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes he- when you meet people, like there's something that you know, you're like, you know what? I, I like this person. Like there's something that's different about this meeting. So now that you ask, I do remember seeing in his eye this like, which is funny if somebody you've never met in your life, but it was like this nonverbal telepathic, like, I know this guy's that guy. Like, <laughs> we yeah. both know that he's that. All right. Like, cool. You yeah. Just as long, yeah, it's like, more like me. Like, yeah, it's like that. We know this is this guy, but I'm not that guy. Yeah. yeah. And it was exactly. just like this immediate understanding. And I, that's what I recall from, from the moment and kind of turning around and laughing and being like, that was funny. <laughs> exactly. Was there anything like that for you? For me, it's a magical it, moment. I was, I don't, I had been in LA for like two weeks. I was still on that kind of like new city high. I'm, I was so cynical at that age. I really was like, I'm not going to see this guy again. Like, this is not my thing. I'm not, I'm not Mr. Sociability. Yeah. I was more reluctant. Blake was more encouraging. Blake. I, in the back of my head, I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to like, I'm going to hang and I'm going to meet him and have some drinks and. You know, we did, and then eventually, my my girlfriend at the time got a job there, and then I I just I just fell in love with Ben. I just thought he was, he's brilliant. He's so well read. He's articulate. He's I don't want to just sit here and blow <laughs> you up, but, but these you the, can't see. But I'm blushing. <laughs> but but I just remember feeling those things and being like, I I want this guy in my life. I want him to be a part of you know my experience. That's, That's awesome. Freaking awesome. Yeah. I I didn't think we were going to get into storytelling yet, but already you guys have a really cool story. So let's fast forward a little bit. Okay. Um, now we're talking about going into bartending together. Is that kind of yeah. how that went? Yeah. So I left the bar where I was at Chloe and came over because I wanted to work with Ben and it kind of just felt like it was time for a shift and I was working guest bartending um, shifts over there. And so I left to go over there and then Hernan came with me. And so then we were all working together. And that was when Will, who's the artist who created the label, that's when he entered the scene. I remember this like it was yesterday. Ben was like out taking drinks to somebody and this guy came in with a backpack on, like pulled up really tight. He had he had sunglasses on and he had big headphones, just like what we're in right now on. And he came up and he he whispered in Ben's ear something and Ben laughed so hard. Like I hadn't <laughs> seen Ben laugh ever in like the three months that I'd been working there. I'm like, who is this guy? He just whispered in Ben's ear and then just walked out. And <laughs> yeah. so later I'm like, dude, when it, come, when it got slow, I was like, who was that dude who just rolled in and like, just cracked you up and he was like oh that's will (laughs) that's will so fast forward again you're collecting all these people 
Yeah, right? that, that was where building the team, you know, that was kind of where I saw my role was like, all right, I'm going to put all these people together. I've got Will, he's this artist. He's out there. He's just like, thinks differently. I, I like to think that there are people who enjoy making art and then there's artists and you know, there's a really clear difference. It's hard to explain it, but it just is. And Will's an artist. And so I was like, all right, he's coming. And so it was actually the four of us. And then my, um, one of my best friends, my roommate from college, who we just maintain being best friends and living together, like straight through from that first year of random assignment roommates, he had gotten his professional master's of science and was working research science at UCSB. Um, when we were all looking for our bar and he was like, Oh, you know, maybe down the road, I'll invest with you guys kind of thinking like I'm done with bartending kind of deal, even though he had been bartending at Chloe and with us while he was going to school. And then I found the place that is now Cinco, um, Siam Thai on Craigslist again, Craigslist changed my life. And, um, <laughs> I and I called him from, from, from the parking lot. And actually our, I just, we didn't even get into this, but the previous bar where we were working, they had sold me a fake share and I had been ripped off. And so I was considering just like totally leaving the industry. I was like, maybe the universe is telling me bartending is not for me anymore. And then I found Siam Thai on Craigslist, went to the parking lot, was sitting there looking at it. And I called John. I was like, this is it. I found it. I can just tell. I know it's going to be at people. This is a bit of town that people aren't focusing on and we're going to do it. And I had a meeting with the uh, real estate agent two days later and he showed up. He's like, I quit my job and I put my notice in on my apartment. I want in. So then we went from four to five people. So we're like, all right, we'll just be Cinco. We'll call it Cinco. I love it. I think it's simple. It's just like a simple, like, this is it. Like, we're going to do this. And like, all you guys are like full backing it and everything. That's sick. So let's fast forward again. Yeah, why did I think that was coming? <laughs> we're skipping to the whole movie. <laughs> fast forward. Cinco's in business. But you guys needed more to do, right? So what was the next step? We were restless. We were so inspired by Hernan's story and all of his culture experiences that he brought to the table. And that's why we called it Cinco, because it was a representation of the food that he had grown up with from Oaxaca and the agave spirits that he'd grown up with and all those kind of things. So we were tying that all together. The reason we wanted to open our own place is we wanted to have our own representation. We wanted to bring what we had to the table to give to the clientele. And so when we were thinking about what we were going to serve spirits wise, we were getting a really fast education in agave spirits. It was somewhat on the cusp of that transparency in agave where you're learning about quality of the distillates and highland, lowland tequilas. And then one eye-opening thing for us was the 1% rule where you can say 100% agave on your label and you can manipulate 1% of your batch. So we were thinking about tequilas that we knew and that we were planning on stocking at our bar. And we saw that a lot of them were probably dealing with additives and dealing with conglomerates and not respecting the families. Everything that Hernan had told us about how proud Mexicans are of the things they make and how central the agave plant is to their history and their culture. That's what we wanted to tap into. We wanted to go away from company and halfway across the world that owns this tequila that controls all the money that's coming out of Mexico and not going back, all those things. And we were tasting all these spirits and we're like, we want to go, we want to dig deeper. We want to get a pure distillate, something that we can present as our own, just like we're presenting Cinco. We want to have a really respectable house brand. That was our second deep dive. Who, who made the decision to dive into a tequila spirit brand? It 
it was a collective decision. I, I remember very clearly two things. I remember closing up one night and a regular told me you should watch Hey Bartender. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Sure. I'm going to forget about this in five minutes. And then I got home and I couldn't sleep that night and I actually watched it that night. And obviously we, we so look up to the 86 spirits guys, Dushan and Simon Ford were actually at Cinco maybe day three and said a lot of positive things for us. And, you know, they were heroes for us. So that was, that was huge, meant a lot to us. And so that kind of like clicked in my head and we'd been talking about this 1% thing and we were like hustling all these different deals to have a, a, a decent well tequila and then it was either the next night or the night after, I remember we were cleaning up and we had this big blue bus tub and it was full of Maestro de Bell bottles. And I remember looking at Ben and being like, what if we just do this for ourselves? What if we just make our own? We partner with somebody and like, we do this right. And then he just took it. What are our favorites? And like put them on the bar and we were like tasting tequila and like took a break from cleaning up. And that was the start of it. Then it was like, okay, how? Google searching and writing emails and calling and not hearing back from anybody. And then Tomas Estes, who owns Tequilocho, is a friend of one of our investors. And he actually came to Cinco. I wasn't there that day. Unfortunately, I didn't get to meet him. But he's just such an amazing human being and very gracious. He actually wrote a list of family names. Contact these people rather than say, I don't want a competition. You know, he's, no, no, this is awesome. Wow, that's amazing. So we contacted all them for another couple of months and didn't hear anything back. And then I finally just got drunk one night and wrote an email in Spanish and heard back from one person. I wrote the same thing and sent it out to like 15 different people. And Jose got back to me the next morning. I remember just seeing it. And it was just really short. It was, I got your email. Let's have a Skype. So then we had a Skype in Spanish. All of us in the office crowded around and Hernan was translating (laughs) it. It was really short. And he just said, all right, come down, fly down to Guadalajara and then, you know, come out to Rondas. And Ernan didn't have his green card yet. Um, so we just had to go down and um, I speak the best Spanish. So we just, we flew down there. <laughs> you just went in and you just did it. We just flew down, flew down to Guadalajara <laughs> to meet with one person. Nice. Um, After a small Skype call. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And then, fast forward. <laughs> 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 you got the juice in the bottle. I, I I want to talk about what's in the bottle. It's fantastic. You guys are really nailing it. And do you want to talk a little bit about like the process of what is going on from Jalisco to what's sitting on our table right now that we're sipping on? Absolutely. Sure. And so, as I said, the reason we were seeking out our own tequila is because we wanted, we were looking for purity. So in addition, you know, the first thing we heard from Jose when we got down there was, I'm all about purity. He always put it in a simple way. I don't want to give you a hangover the next day. And that was just kind of him putting it in layman's terms, what him and his family believe. And agave spirits should be mature agave plants, well water drawn right from the site where it's distilled, deep from the ground. That's super great minerality, cleanliness, and that's it. So we had an instant connection right there. Um, and then as we dug deeper with Jose, we learned all about their processes and th- what they put into the juice. And we we're astounded, you know, um, basically our tequila is made. They harvest the pinas from several fields in the highlands, at least eight years old. So the pinas are mature at different times based on precipitation, sugars building up. But for Jose and his brothers, they harvest at a minimum of eight years old. They pull those out of the ground 
bring them to the distillation site. We use an autoclave, which is really a steam oven. Um, so they're cooked at a low temperature just to kind of initiate that conversion process of converting the starches to sugars, getting everything going in that way. They're taken out of the steam oven. They're put on into a small little mill crusher, which really does exactly what it sounds like it's doing. It just thrashes the agave, the piñas up, gets them ready to absorb that water and that yeast and convert into alcohol. So you take all of that mash that's gone through the mill crusher, put into a big steel vat, fill that up with water, add a proprietary yeast. Don't cover it. It's open air fermented. Ferments for about three days. That varies a little bit. Um, the climate in Arandas, in the highlands, where we get our agaves from, where we distill, is pretty stable. But, you know, fermentation is a delicate process. So different times of the year, the fermentation process could be a little longer, a little shorter. After it's fermented, basically you've got this kind of low ABV, almost agave wine, agave beer. That then gets taken into the distillation tanks. I should add that Alvaro, as the youngest Aceves brother, he's the, the hand of the maker. He's the guy actually distilling. So he is monitoring all of this, comes off the still. He's monitoring when we're going to cut between heads, tails, and heart of the cut, which is essential distillation, especially tequila. He's also deciding how to blend back in the kind of the, the first cut and the last cut to kind of add the nuance and the flavor of our particular tequila. Comes off the still, after, excuse me, comes off the still a second time, brought down to bottling proof with that well water we were talking about, the same water they used to distill. Some of that batch is then put into uh, used whiskey barrels. That's where we get our reposado from. And the other part is put into a, a another steel vat to rest. That portion is rested for a little while and then it's bottled. Then you've got our Blanco. The reposado portion goes into those whiskey barrels. And at that point is when we had, Blake and I and our other partners had to get a little involved in the bottling process because we had to, with Jose and Cesar and Alvaro, we had to line up all the barrel samples and figure out what kind of expression we wanted to bring to the market. You know, um, in Mexico and ourselves included, agave drinkers are primarily purists. You know, they you can see really the hand of the maker in the Blanco. You can see the quality of the plant, the quality of the distillate, the quality of the distiller. So if you start going too far down that barreling process, you're masking everything that makes the agave plant great. If you can if you can be delicate with it and balanced with it, then you're all, only accentuating the agave spirit. As I said, we use a bourbon barrel. So you're getting that kind of baking spice, vanilla, charred oak, that's just kind of rounding out the agave. And that's what we brought to the market and we're super proud of it. Yeah, it tastes freaking great. <laughs> I mean, it's... I don't know. Whenever somebody's like really passionate about something, they just like go off. It's like kind of fascinating to hear. <laughs> it's just like second nature. Just like right. it's not a pitch. It's like, oh no, this is what we do. Right. <laughs> it's right. kind of that's great. I'm always amazed by anybody that is able to go from an idea to, that can execute the entire idea into an actual tangible thing. And your tequila is fantastic. And Adele's made these great. Co- I'm so sorry, because tequila. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, hey, my name is Tammy. I'm from Miami. I'm, it's my 21st birthday, and I'm here to get fucked up. Come on, girls. Let's go party. Tammy. Tammy, is that you? Yeah, it is, bitch. What's good, girl? So good. That's mm. a nice dress. Yeah, it is. Mm, 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 mm. Adios, motherfuckers. 
I'm Tammy Miami, that's my name, you see. I'm hot as shit, all the boys wanna dance with me. Catch me in the club, dance downtown. I know all the best drink deals in town. Give me all the shots, give me all the beats, I'm gonna party off my feet. It's my birthday. Buy me shots. What do you want? I want a blowjob shot, motherfucker. We're out of the Baileys. 51 rum, come, bitch. <laughs> wait, wait. Did you guys invite Tammy? No, but I mean, like more the merrier. Huh? Is this like Fox News? No. <laughs> We, we don't have that Absolutely many cameras. Not. No, no, no Fox News, no cameras. Um, but can I have a shot, please? This is up to uh, the Angelisco guys. Like Angel- you- we call it neat because neat. the quality is there. But-, but when you got to drink from the bottle, you got to drink from the bottle. I you know? need. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh. I need shots like a mother needs baby's milk. Well, that's a usually unusual order there, but you know. You know, some people call me unusual. Some people call me classic. <laughs> classic, huh? Well, I don't call you either. And you said your name was what? Tammy, I'm from Miami. It's a funny joke. My parents were really funny. Is uh, that your full name? Wait, your actual name's Tammy no, Miami? No, I'm from Miami. My name is actually Tammy, but I grew up in Miami. But people call me Tammy from Miami as uh, my signature. Oh, I get, it. I get it. You seem to have already been imbibing a little bit tonight it's because it's my twenty-one fucking birthday, bitch. <laughs> wow. oh, well, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Do you know I don't appreciate what's that, Tammy? Being sober on my twenty-first fucking birthday, bitch. <laughs> God, sass I is mean, real. Okay, I, I, I okay, guys. Have you I, been to Miami? I have not. Me neither. I kind of want to go. We should go. <laughs> well, uh, guess what? Now you're in it. Well, Terry, it's your 21st birthday. Like, Bitch. I guess I could say that this is like a great thing that we're celebrating a 21st She's birthday on cocktails. A very delicious tequila to imbibe with on her 21st. I got to be honest. My birthday was not a great liquor that I had. Did you like <laughs> Cosi Cuervo? I don't remember. The drink had a lot of things in it. I fucking love Jose Cuervo. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Don't talk to these guys about that. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> <laughs> okay, Tammy, how'd you get here? I just started walking down the street, and I turned a corner, and then I saw some lights, and then I saw a bar sign, and then I came in here. I heard the word tequila, and I just came up. Security oh. sucks so much in this place. Yeah, where is Hanch? God. But yeah. I um showed my ID because you know I'm 21 years old on this fucking day, that's, bitches. That's why. That's why she's in here. She- it, it's pretty late at this point. Like, where'd yeah. you start your birthday at? You know, I started at the um frat house SA, and then I went over to downtown to another bar, and then I made my way over here by way of Uber, and then I walked on my two feet. Like a motherfucking bitch, <laughs> and then I um Anyways. heard the word tequila, and I just love tequila. You guys shot tequila. You guys make it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your fucking name? My name's Blake. Brandon, I fucking love you. <laughs> Brandon. Blake, close. <laughs> Fuck Blake. Okay, Brendan, I just really want to shot tequila. So if you could just please give me one, I would really appreciate that. You know, I know it's your birthday and all, but are you, Who are you sure are you? you want another one? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? We met earlier, remember? Was your name? 
I was at the frat house. What's your name? <laughs> you guys. Oh my god! You guys you you there me. is a connection. <laughs> really? What's your name? Ben. Oh, you're Brendan. Okay. Yeah. Um, Brendan, sure. I just asked you for a shot to kill and you didn't give it to me, so I just feel like we're worst enemies now. Hey Tammy, Tammy. Look, yeah. Over here. Over here. Uh yeah, I'm making eye contact what, what, what with you. What happened? What's your no, name? No, over over here. Over here. Uh <laughs> what's your name? My name my Shauna. But also Shauna. I, Beautiful. Yeah. Perfect pitch. Tammy, Shauna. where's your friends? No. <laughs> Is this the Halloween episode? Where's your friends? I don't fucking know. They got a fucking Uber and then they said, go drink, bitch. And then he threw dollar bills at me and I said, yes, that's my name, Tammy. Okay, so it's your 21st birthday. You were at the frat house. Yeah. You went from the frat house to downtown. Yeah. You heard tequila. Uh You're now in our podcast. Yeah, I am. We're tolerating this. After everything that's been going on politically, I just see this bear and I see these patterns and I think like my mother and my father and I just want to drink it like a fucking baby sucking on a fucking teat, you know, like mother's milk. <laughs> Is that what you wanted when you made this tequila? So you wanted you wanted me to feel like I was sucking on my mother's fucking teat. <laughs> You know, in some way, yes. <laughs> we wanted to create experiences, and that's so very, that would that be a very uni- yeah, a very unique one. <laughs> you know, that was a direct. Uh, when I thought that I was going to be turning twenty-one, I never thought that it would be like this. Well, what did you feel like it was going to be like? I thought I was going to be vomiting on the side of the road on Hollywood Boulevard, but this is so much better. <laughs> Drinking I'm gl- quality. I'm glad that we can succeed your expectations of your 21st birthday. You know, my expectations were pretty fucking mediocre, and this is pretty grandiose. Wow, so. that's very eloquent. Do you know where you are? I'm in Hollywood. Well, we're halfway there. Yeah, I d- yeah. <laughs> not necessarily feel like I should, we should disagree with her. <laughs> Los Angeles. That is true. Do you know anything about bartending? I know that I love my local bartender. I'm gonna say my favorite restaurant is Hooters. Definitely. You ever cross La Cienega? I have once or twice, yes. <laughs> well, then there you go. You just keep crossing that bitch. This is my first beer ever and my first glass of tequila. And I gotta say, it's How pretty get the fucking beer? good. Yeah, where's that beer from? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what's been the best experience that you've had on this night of your 21st birthday? So I woke up this morning, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Go on. So right. I wake up 10 a.m. so early. Wake up, crack of dawn, 10 a.m. And I walk down the stairs. I live in a sorority house. I walk down the stairs. I'm greeted by five shots. I take one. I go, okay. I take two. I say, uh-huh. I take three. I'm like, we're on something. I take <laughs> four. I'm starting to... <laughs> I'm sorry I'm gonna cry I'm just so emotional right now I take four I think oh god I take five and I'm having a spiritual experience by this point and then I go to my kitchen I'm greeted by a fucking buffet a fucking all American all you can eat buffet bacon sausage omelets eggs hash browns potatoes fingerlings i eat them all fingerlings, <laughs> fingerlings. yeah yeah fingerling potatoes i guess i'm assuming they're fried fingerlings this sounds like the hooters menu yeah it kind of is it was modeled after it you know who's my favorite place in miami so i just said 
all I want for my 21st birthday is to feel like I am the manager at Hooters. And that's what my sisters gave to me. <laughs> wow, that's very generous of them. I know, they're, sisters. they're the nicest people I've ever met. I've just got to give a shout out to fucking Shante. Fucking Chandra. Fucking Kara. Oof. Fucking Gabby. And fucking Alexa. You guys are my best friends in the entire fucking world. And I wouldn't be the woman I am today without you. Even though you fucking left me on the side of the road, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> the friendship situation here yeah. seems a little shady yeah, but at you this know, point. And, and then I turned in around a corner and I walked into Fox News. So here I am today being interviewed, <laughs> famous on my 21st birthday. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. I take a fucking nap. I wake up to my name, Tammy, being serenaded from down the stairs. I wake up following this trail like a fucking baby following a track of angels. I go down. I follow the angels' voices. It's my fucking sisters standing at the foot of the stairs singing my name. Tammy, Miami. Tammy, Miami, you badass bitch. And I was like floored, you know? Were you actually on the floor? Did you pass out or... (laughs) I fell out of graciousness. Never so now you're drunk on graciousness. Yeah. <laughs> I really, okay. I I see, really okay. am. I really am. And so I'm drunk of graciousness. And I hear the word tequila. It's like the voice of God beckoning him to come closer. <laughs> so I follow the voice of God. Like I follow the angel voices of my fucking sisters. And I go down an alleyway. I make a left turn. I make a right turn. I see a light. I go into the fucking light like I'm dying. Like I'm reaching for the hand for heaven. And I walk in here into Fox fucking news. And here I am being interviewed by all of you on national television. And I just got to say I'm fucking grateful. Well, that's a crazy story. (laughs) Uh, And Matt, it's funny because it was the one night that Haunch was off. Oh, was that? Yeah. That guy, the most independable, (laughs) independable Undependable? Uh, (laughs) Who does? The opposite of dependable is our bouncer. (laughs) Normally, we have a door guy. Bitch. (laughs) Nice. So you came at the right time. That seemed threatening. I really (laughs) did. I really did. I just want to... This is like... People always talk about their five minutes of fame in Hollywood. And I've got to say, this is like my three minutes. Well, thank you. I mean, I'll take that yeah, complimentary. Sure. I mean, yeah, I'm not Fox gonna News. You. Here yep. we are. Uh, I, I don't, <laughs> we're here for I, you. I'll Tammy. still take that complimentary. <laughs> I'm just happy we have our first celebrity endorsement. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. never know on this show, man. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, Tammy. Yeah. I am a bit concerned. Why? Hey, Adele, come here. Uh, hey, oh, she's being super no, no. I can we try to like find her friends because I definitely think that she's needs some. I help. got these apps on my phone called Find My Friends. No, why do they come in all year? Can you imagine? Oh no, no, we no, can't no, have that. No, 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 no. Gabby, fucking I'll Alexa, give her water, call her newer and just kind of you know send her over to Hooters. I, I love Hooters. All right, that's it. Let's send her on Hooters. Yeah, Tammy, you're going to Hooters on I us on Fox News. I fucking love Hooters. I feel like I just won the lottery. I want to thank you guys so much. What's your name, Brandon? 
Brandon and Brandon. Oh my God, Brandon and Brandon, you guys are like my saviors. I just want to thank you and thank God for bringing me to the Hooters tonight. And thank you Fox News for the opportunity to shine because I'm 21. My name is Tammy. I am from Miami and I have never felt more alive. Oh, just wait for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tammy, for uh, taking yeah, for your time here. out of your birthday to come talk on our show. Yeah. Talk Fox tales. News. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love you. <laughs> we love you, too. Tammy, good. we love you. No, you've I done, really appreciate You've done good, though. Yeah. That's a hell of a 21st. <laughs> yeah, that's 20 more, more years, too. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Oh, wow. Wow, wee. Tammy. Was... She is. She's something else. I feel like we're going to become good friends. Oh, uh, yeah. She remembers us. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if we ever <laughs> ever see her again. Yeah, that was. Uh, what do they have in Miami? Monsoons? That was a monsoon situation. It came out of nowhere. Is it monsoons? I, I think know. it's hurricanes. Her- well, that's even. What's the difference between a monsoon and a hurricane? Anyone? I don't know. There's a lot Anyone? of water. Anyone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out of my wheelhouse. Anyone? No I was it, so no I tangled my mic cord. I was so enthralled with what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> she's a live wire. Yeah, she, she is, is a live that. wire. True. You never know what's gonna who you're gonna run into, which kind of brings me into like what's gonna happen next. Yeah, which hopefully is a story. Want to do that and get settled in? Maybe get yourself something to sip on. And uh, let's get to this uh, crazy, sometimes uh, surprising surprise, bartender. Absolutely. Wow. There's there's a lot to choose from. Um, but I guess I'll uh I'll probably take it back to um two thousand five. I'm working um at a nightclub called Jet in the Castro of San Francisco. Um wearing a pink wife beater and um women's dickies. Was that was their uniform. Women's dickies are actually better than men's dickies. It's true. That's what everybody told me on the <laughs> staff and so I went along with it. And um <laughs> So there I am and I'm bartending and it was mostly a boys hangout. There was girls in there too, but it's mostly boys. And this particular night, this really good looking female couple came in and uh, one of the girls was about six foot four and she had a shaved head and she just looked like an absolute badass. And then her girlfriend was kind of the polar opposite and was short Puerto Rican and like super sassy. And I was practicing my Spanish with her and, um, she was super fun and outgoing, but a group of the guys kept grabbing her boobs and telling her how nice her boobs were. And her girlfriend who had just won a Muay Thai uh, championship in San Jose (laughs) was not fond of that. And, um, I heard her say a couple of times, you need to stop, you need to stop. And then finally she slammed her drink down right in front of my bar mat and was like, that's it. That's the last fucking time. And this wait, 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 wait. So you're front row for this? I'm front row, literally front row. It was right in front of me. And, um, this guy comes over and was like, oh, honey, it's not a big deal. We're not a threat and does it again. And she punched him square in the face <laughs> and hard. And he dropped, screamed. All the guys start screaming in this tight circle. She goes absolutely apeshit. She picked up a glass coffee table, threw it into our underneath the bar, which is also all glass. Everything shattered. Truly cool. Um, our bouncer came running over and he was a really tall dude. He was probably six, seven. He grabbed her from behind and kind of wrapped her up um, in like a bear hold. And she threw her head back, <laughs> busted his lip. And then got her arm free and <laughs> smacked him in the nuts so hard that, she, that he dropped to the ground. This is a bouncer? This is our bouncer. <laughs> and then there 
was only one exit. And then she just literally like punched her way out until people just got out of her way and they left. And I went in the back and flicked the lights on and it was... It was total chaos. Yeah. It was like a movie set. There was crying. There was screaming. There was like the broken stuff everywhere. And okay. Hold on. Like to set the scene a little bit in my mind, you said you turned the lights on. Is it like a very dark bar? Oh, so is it, this is a dark dance club called jet. The furniture was actually the same furniture that they, they use at insane asylums. It's made from this crazy rubber (laughs) that you could just like hose down and like, and you can't break. It's like, and like smoke machine mirrors everywhere. Like it's dark. There's a giant, like 10 foot fan on the dance floor. It was a place, you know, and this, this is what was happening. So, so when flip you the flip lights the lights on, on you see it actually what's all just happening. The I carnage see and every, and like it was actually, it was, a, it was a total shit show at that point. There was broken glass everywhere and mirror, broken mirror everywhere. And this guy's nose was bleeding and our bouncer's lip was bleeding. And another guy had like a puffy, bloody lip from trying to like calm her down and she punched him and this lady's like, amazing yeah i know she she was an absolute badass and um my manager came over from the other bar right around the corner when he heard what was going on and came running in he was like why didn't you break up the fight i was like are you kidding me <laughs> girl would have whipped my ass he walks in and there's just a trail of glass and carnage yeah. like from like the bar to the door <laughs> and like little me i'm gonna stop it hell no yeah, yeah. So. stop don't do it like, just bye. stop yeah that was that was probably the i guess i know you don't really want to watch a bar fight but you kind of can't help but watch it that was the the most legendary bar fight i've ever seen that's freaking awesome there's gotta be like some movie where like they're just fighting in a club and i just imagine it like that just like the quick cuts and just like these crazy like lights my, going. my favorite part of it is like where it was all said and done like the owner or manager just like walks in like what the fuck guys <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like everything's in shambles there's like somebody like hanging from the chandelier kind of thing and like and like you're like why didn't you fucking stop it you're like are you kidding me so i remember looking up at the dj and he was like whoa holy <laughs> shit he's got the bird's eye view of this yeah. all happening yeah i would have just lit up a cigarette right there and been like all right well that's happened <laughs> so wait did you guys end up uh closing down for the night or did you cl- do a quick cleanup and keep it going no yeah we we did a quick uh sweep and um i think i remember we, we lined up a bunch of shooters on the bar and we had it was kind of a, a bonding moment for everybody this traumatic experience <laughs> And uh, we, Everyone we, we went, still hung we, out. We yeah. went along with our night. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's bartending in a nutshell, right there. Yeah. So, listeners who don't bartend, that's a pretty good. And summary. one into bartending. <laughs> no, that's a pretty good summary. Is like basically you deal with like some really incredibly crazy traumatic situations sometimes, but ultimately you band together, do a quick shot, do a little quick bartender handshake, hug, and like. All right, let's keep going. Let's do this again. Just keep the keep yeah. the show. It's like kind of like um a play. If somebody breaks their leg or whatever during the play. You got to keep the show going. But it's don't break a leg. Yeah, yeah. That's literally what they're told oh, not right. to do. All but right. it happens. All yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> I, screw, I screwed it up. No, you didn't, because it yeah. could happen. Yeah, wow, it's a very drastic. Yeah, but that, I guess that kind of works. You just got to keep the show going. Yeah. Like, what's this term? Is keep the. The show must go on. The show must go on. Yeah, so yeah. every every fucking night at bars, mm-hmm. when somebody punches somebody mm-hmm. out and all the glass is broken, show must go on. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's wild. That, 
The show must go on is actually a perfect segue into my story. I like um, it. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> Good work. Uh, I'm usually the one that tries to find segues. <laughs> and it ties in nicely to everything we're talking about here. So when we finally made the decision that we're going down to Mexico, you know, we all made sure our passports in order and got to the airport and we're excited. It's our first trip to Mexico. So we we're all drinking before we got to the airport and our buddy Will happened to grab a, a, a bottle of the Casadores Añejo from the duty-free after we had gotten through the check. And, you know, it, technically you're supposed to buy that and take it on your flight and drink it when you get to your destination. Well, we were getting creative and we thought, you know, like, how do they why pull, not yeah. just open it now? Yeah, how do they police that? <laughs> so <we> did, <laughs> Apparently they don't. <laughs> so we drank it the whole flight and... We got to Mexico. It was my first trip to Mexico. We were excited. Um, we somehow made it an uh, hour and a half away from the airport to our hotel in Tepa. And the next day was our big day. And we were, you know, we were excited. So we went out and we went to explore the city, you know, not speaking a single word of Spanish and first time in Mexico and no... <laughs> self-awareness or anything <laughs> oh we, boy we i know where this is to, going and also we weren't on our mexico phone plans yet so if you turn a wrong block and you separate like that's it like i'll see you when i see you again yeah. so the text is 30 dollars. exactly so <laughs> will and i going off our own way blake and john go off on their way will and i found our way into a friendly old guy's bar who was cooking corn cobs in the corner and like running the pool table and had some dusty tequila bottles behind the bar and we had our American dollars and he was happy to see us. And <laughs> we, we drank a lot of tequila and then we knew that that night we were supposed to be meeting up with Jose and it was supposed to be a big deal. We were pretty amped. And so we, instead of going back to the hotel and getting ready, we thought it'd be better to prepare to drink more. And so we just yeah, mentally, to drink. You know, you gotta oh, mentally, yeah, of course, you got to get in the zone. A great you know? business, you know. And so we drank more. And then when it came time to find what was supposed to go on next, we were walking back and, you know, time difference. And when, when, who knows when the sun's going to set? We don't, you know, we're walking around. <laughs> I don't it's, know constellations. It's daylight. We're enjoying, we're enjoying the city, you know. And before we know it, it's night out. And we get to a, a corner where I realize that we've seen this corner before. And it was this morning. And we were really far away from a hotel. So where's our hotel? And so, uh -oh. <laughs> oh no, we're rowdy. We're you know we're two oblivious American dudes that should be respecting the city and more than they are, but we don't know. And so, lo and behold, a police officer and a big pickup truck pulls up. We're like, oh my gosh, he'll help us. He'll <laughs> show us. He'll show us where the hotel is, and he'll make everything good again. He gets out, and after me saying we're looking for this hotel, and him conversing with his guys. Next thing you know, Will and I are handcuffed to oh, a, no. a metal bench in the back of his pickup truck. He's a bench. <laughs> it's, it's like medieval times. Yeah. We're being paraded through the city. It was, <laughs> it was wacko. Um, so I'm st I'm starting to worry. I'm still trying to be the I'm trying to be the calm one, but I'm like it's getting worse. Uh, you know, like. This is not good, but we can come back from this. And then as I see we're getting onto the freeway, then I start to get a little worried. I have no idea what's going on with the other guys. We're cruising out. We get to our little drunk tank, basically. Get tossed in. <laughs> we get tossed in. I mean, it wasn't like grab the back of your pants, but it almost was. I mean, we get tossed into yeah. this room with three or four other drunk guys. 
dingy. We're wondering what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not religious, but I'm I'm You're I'm pleading about for it. anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're sitting there circling the room, wondering what's going to go on. Finally, we get old of Blake. You know, he's been panicked, wondering where we are. That was just a few phone calls. He gets to the jail where we are. The guy who's in a San Francisco 49ers a starter jacket. I don't know if you guys remember those, but they were, those were the jackets that you pulled over your head. Yeah. yeah. And like, I was, I always wanted one when I was a kid. My parents never buy me one. That's but, the last uh, time I watched football. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Um, takes his shakedown money, which came out to about $40 American. We get out. We're, you know, we're thinking of lucky stars that were alive. And then we hear what Blake and John were doing is they were in a, like <laughs> they were in a tequila interrogation room with Jose. Jose Zara and Alvaro were in their suits with lines of tequila in front of Blake and John, only speaking Spanish. Blake's trying to keep up and kind of brings it together at the end. That's when Jose proceeds to tell him, by the way, I speak, sp I speak English. Oh, shit. <laughs> I saw that you just took a, f a phone call from your friends. You seem worried. Is there a problem? Do I need to call the mayor? That's kind of how Jose was. And so they bailed us out of the jail. We had a couple of laughs eventually <laughs> after a few years later. After much consternation. No, because we didn't have time, man. The next day was when the deal had to be done. And by the end of the next day, and by five, six, seven bottles of tequila later, oh, yeah. we, the deal <laughs> was, was done. That was the most wild lunch of my life. But yeah, on, on some level, Jose loved the fact that they got arrested. Oh, I can he imagine. Yeah. He's like, this is the most magical fucking situation that could ever happen. He was like, usually it's some, you know, lawyers or businessmen that have a bunch of extra money. They want to come down here and buy tequila and they meet us. Never have I ever met a group of guys that half of them get arrested. <laughs> They're thirsty. <laughs> he just he asked me one thing. He said, "Did they kill anybody?" I said, "No." He said, "All right, then just no problem." I know everybody here. <laughs> Water is life, right? That's what they say. Yeah. Thank God for Jose. Absolutely, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That is an incredible story. <laughs> well done. You guys are doing amazing things in life. Trying, trying. You're doing life well. Yeah. Which brings me to game time. Oh, here we go. Um, and the game we choose for you is called Hopscotch. And anyone who's never heard of Hopscotch before, that makes sense because we made it up. And <laughs> this is how this game works. Uh, basically, we drew out a, it looks like a Hopscotch board, but we drew it out on a little tabletop version. This game, we're using Angelisco's bottle cap for throwing. And how this is going to work is everyone on the table is going to throw the bottle cap, and whatever the number lands on, you have to do what we say as cocktail rules. Okay. You guys down? Down. 100%. Wait. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. I think that there's someone still here, too. She hasn't gotten her Uber I'm Hooters yet. fucking down. She's been taking a little nap on the side, but are you down? Yeah, Tammy, you down? Sleep. I just woke up. I heard the word game, and I popped up like a motherfucker. You're pretty good at games, huh? I fucking own them. Okay, good. All right. Let's do this. All right, Tammy, Miami, your roll. One, two, three, bitches. All right, Tammy, you rolled a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so it's right in front of you. I don't know why it's so I, hard to I'm see what you... <laughs> Which you rolled. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you're right. No. Tam oh, yep. Tammy, you yeah. rolled one of the, my favorite 
ones. It's a uh, number two. <laughs> I love being number two. Um. All right. So, what you have to do from rolling the number two on the hopscotch board is mm-hmm. you have to say your ABCs backwards. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, Z, Y, <laughs> W, X, T, U, V, Q, R, S, <laughs> O, P, R, M, N, N, O, P, <laughs> L, K, J, B, <laughs> D- oh, I thought she was done. <laughs> She's like, you know, I'm just gonna leave the rest up. C B A. Hey, my sisters, hey, my mom, hey, my dad, brothers. What uh Okay, all right, all right. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. The best part about that good. is I never Man. know if they're wrong or not. Nope, I do, and that was wrong. So but very good for All right, so moving forward. All right, let's do this. Four on the table. Else now. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you rolled a four. Um, this is a tricky one uh, because the rule of number four is you have to cut one of us off, and the clear choice of cutting off is Tammy from Miami. It's time for her to get cut off. Yeah. Cut Tammy off. Tammy's cut. Cut from the team. (laughs) Don't cut me, bitch. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. You're out of here. You're done. Get on one of those paddle swans and paddle across the pond. I've ever wanted to be a swan like a fucking bird so I can fly into the deep blue sky. You're out. You're gone. Come on. You're out of here. Gone. We need to get her a glass of water and an Uber share. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Brandon and Brandon and Fox News. (laughs) Went pretty well. All right. I think you did it. Officially cut she off. Understands. She's yeah. officially She's cut off. It. We got an Uber share coming. Whew. That was close. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 keep on rolling. Let's roll. Let's play. Let's play. Beautiful. <laughs> good roll. Good roll. That looks like a six it's to all me. on the wrist. <laughs> that is a so, six. I have the uh, Jerry Thomas Guide to Bartending. I'm going to randomly pick a page, and you have to read just like a few sentences in your best little accent there. Boop. There we go. How about you read this How to Serve Tom and Jerry? How to Serve Tom and Jerry? (laughs) (laughs) Take one tablespoon, right? Bub mixture. One glass of your best brandy. (laughs) Boiling water, fill it up. Little nutmeg, not too much. Serve with a spoon. (laughs) Adepts at the bar and serving Tom and Jerry sometimes employ the following mixture. Half brandy, Jamaican rum, right? (laughs) Quarter Santa Cruz rum. Keep it in a bottle. Wine glasses used each tumbler. They've never heard any of those words in in like English. (laughs) Do you right. (laughs) Bravo, bravo. (laughs) That was a good one. That was good. Matt, your turn. Oh God, here we go. Oh, Matt, you you rolled a seven. That I did. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Tell a bar joke. Oh, God. This is going to be semi-inappropriate. <laughs> uh, so uh, a female doe, a uh, female deer, a uh, doe walks into... 
I'm already laughing. Yeah, there we go. It's going well. Good. It's going well so far then. Uh, walks into a bar. Comes out maybe like an hour or two hours later and she's just like says, man, that's the easiest 30 bucks I've ever blown. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I told you. I warned you. It's like the only joke that I've heard Dirty. in a bar. I, yeah. like, that's that's really bad. Bad. I like that joke. Said appropriateness is questionable. <laughs> I like that joke. <laughs> All right. Do I get go? Yeah, what? of course. Oh, okay. Crazy. Here we go. Oh, I got to figure. I got to figure out your rule. All right, you got a five. Oh. Uh, in your best James Bond accent, order a Vesper Martini from me. James Bond. Uh, he's a, he's British. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I have to give a disclaimer. I'm horrible at accents. Nice. I can't Nailed do them. Um, <laughs> wait. I'm Bond. James Bond. <laughs> It's not bad, actually. Let me get a Vesper Martini. <laughs> wow. Just shake, like the movies. Shake and not stirred. <laughs> God, I'm trying to remember what movie he was so aggressive at. <laughs> Bonds. James Bonds. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm actually pretty good at Sean Connery. Well, he I, was okay. Bond. I, 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 that's true, but there's been many Bonds. Who, I'm, hmm, which uh, one were you basing that off? Sean Wait, let me think. Gotta clear the phlegm out. I'm, I'm Sean Connery. <laughs> I'm, I forgot about your Sean Connery I'm impression. I'm Sean Connery, and I would like a James Bond cocktail. <laughs> and I would like a cocktail that is shaken, not stirred, and that would be a martini. A Vesper martini. That's all I got. That's the best I got. <laughs> Who the hell does she sound like? You sound like that announcer that announced the moon landing. Like <laughs> Walter, Walter Cronkite? Yeah, that's your, it's a Walter Cronkite. Every accent I say, you say I sound like Walter Cronkite. James Bond here. I'm, I'm Bond. James Bond. And I would like a Vesper martini. Welcome to the, welcome to the bar. <laughs> well, you belly up to this bar and I will make you a Vesper martini. That's all I got. That's all I got. I'll take it. I'll, right. I'll serve. I'll serve you. Don't one. judge me. I gave you a disclaimer. <laughs> it was beautiful. Beautiful um, thing. We did it. We did. We survived that. We did the game. We did the stories. We did the mixology. We drank the booze. Mm-hmm. We came together. We are all now friends. The only thing we have left now is. Plugs. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if I've ever done that with my voice ever before. <laughs> I don't think I've ever hit those tones ever. It was unique. Um, so guys, plug your Angelisco. Plug Cinco. Anyone who doesn't know your brand, anyone who doesn't know your bar, where, where can they find you? you? How do they get to you? How do they taste it? Okay, yeah. Um, on Instagram, it's just at Angelisco Tequila, and that's A-N-G-E-L-I-S-C-O. It's a made-up word. Los Angeles, where our Cinco family came together, and then Jalisco, where we came together with the Aceves family. So just kind of representing the two families coming together because that's, you know, one of our um, our most important values, right? Right there up there with purity is family. That's that. Um, if you want to know where it's sold, it's sold all over LA. Um, we're getting into Cana um, wines. We are in Silver Lake wines on this side of town. We're in a bunch of spots on the west side and working on some bigger chains. But uh, if you want to know where it's at closest to you, you can email us slash me at ola 
at AngelisCoTequila.com um, or Blake at AngelisCoTequila.com. And I can tell you where it's closest for you. Um, as far as Cinco goes, you've got to try it. It's on Manchester over in Westchester. It's 7241 West Manchester. It's Hernan's mom's recipes. The reason he left Oaxaca in the first place, her name's Zoila. Um, He's been here for 14 years. He just got his green card about four months ago, uh, which is huge. Um, We got to go meet Zoila for the first time ever um, in Oaxaca. And then she came to Jalisco with us and got to meet the Aceves family. And it, it, it really is uh, more than just a saying like, Oh yeah, we, we want to be family is so important to us, but it actually is manifesting when we're becoming this, multicultural family you know people that couldn't even speak to each other when they first met are now you know when i first met Hernan's mom she grabbed my hands and she said welcome home this is your family you are my son oh wow i love that so much so that's that's what cinco is to us so if you want to come you know feel what that's all about come over sometime and um and let us know you're coming we'll take care of you please we would love to have you all in Mm-hmm. It would be a blast, really. That's for sure. Yeah, and if there's like just a few things to take from the tequila, I guess is that know that there's a lot of brands out there using the one percent to their advantage. They're using things like salted caramel extract, glycerol, vanilla extract. Um, there's a plethora of extracts that they're putting in and finishing agents. And so, what we thought was premium tequila, quote unquote, was really just this flavored finished tequila and we had to search to find out what does it even mean to be premium then um we've just realized we've been listening to marketing pitches for 10 years of bartending and so one of the things we found out was um obviously how the maturity of the plants and you're being ethical with the farming and all of that is is a huge factor but uh one of the other biggest factors is how many kilos of agave per liter of tequila you're using and so 8 kilos of agave per liter of tequila is industry standard for premium tequila. Um, we later found out that that's one of the reasons that tequila Ocho is called Ocho. Because mm. their piñas are eight years old and they use eight kilos per liter. Huh, wow. So we use eight kilos. We don't use any finishing agents or 1%. Um, so it's just straight from the heart of an eight-year-old Highlands agave right into the bottle, right into your hands. It's a beautiful thing. Love it. Ben, you got anything? You plugs? I would just say this has been tons of fun and... Ask your favorite bartender for Annalisco. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Call it out. Taste it. If you like it, talk about it. We we also promote the smaller brands, the DIY projects, like we are, uh, Tocktails. So, um, yeah, get your hands on some. Or go see them and talk to them or email them and ask them about, like, their products. So, please, they're awesome. They're right here. And they live, like, right down the street from us. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we promote them and we promote anyone who's doing DIY projects 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, does our guest have anything she would like to? Yeah, I just want to say that I'm still here, bitches. (laughs) I fucking love Cinco. I fucking love Angelisco Tequila. It's made my fucking life change. And I am ready to take it on to the next level. And I hope you are too. Man, oh man, Matt. That was so much fun. It was. It was another good show. You guys have been the best. Of the best. Of the best. Mm-hmm. Thank you top, so much for, top, for coming on. Cream of the crop. Yep. Top of the crop. Top of the crop. Top of the pops. Top of the pops. <laughs> Pop and tops. <laughs> Pop and tops and cream of the crops. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> it's, 
It's been awesome. Thank you for having us on. And thank you, Adele, for making those delicious drinks. Yeah. I meant to shout that out earlier, but I forgot. And Adele kills it as always. Tammy, give me your number. <laughs> <laughs> um, man. Okay. Matt, let's wind this thing down. Let's talk sexy. Okay. We could do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us can. Uh, but I can do a great disclaimer and some a uh, little bit of plugging of our own. Uh, if you have an amazing story and you want to tell us about it or maybe be a guest on TalkTales, uh, you can go to our website, www.talktalesthepodcast.com. On our homepage, you can submit your own stories or email us at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And if you like our show, do us a solid, subscribe and leave us a review. This is a DIY project and all the love we get helps us grow. <laughs> And if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation, you can share that love on our Patreon page, www.patreon.com backslash podcast, which you can find the link also on our website at talktalesthepodcast.com. I also want to thank our good friend Josh for composing our theme song. And thank you so much to my brother-in-law, Grayson, for creating our badass logo. Um, and while all of us on TalkTales are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking alcohol, we do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. So please do not consume alcohol and drives. No, 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 Don't do no. It. Don't do it. And again, thank you so much to our guests uh, for spending time with us. This means so much to us every time um it's awesome that anyone spends time with us uh because we suck no i'm just joking we're really fun um and uh (laughs) (laughs) and thank you so much to adele for our tasty beverages and everything you do and um we should go out of this podcast on a cheers we're going cheers let's do a cheers let's do cheers Fucking cheers to my fucking 21st birthday. Oh, let's go ahead on 21st birthday 21st cheers. 21st birthday cheers. Yeah. Birthday cake clink, shots. Clink, clink. Bye shots. Bye shots. <laughs> We're going to get you home safe. <laughs> We're all going to Hooters. Love. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail.